0: Hey, hey, friends. Over here in the States, it is turning into fall. Finally, the weather is getting colder. I've got a sweatshirt on right now, the coffee. It just, you know, it tastes better when it's cold outside. (laughs) One of the other things that happens when it gets colder is I tend to want to eat more. And I don't know if it's like the natural... Cycle, you know, we're not bears, so it's not like we go into hibernation. (laughs) But I just naturally find myself wanting more of that comfort food and just more food in general this time of year. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about a very productive and I think healthy way to eat more and, and have more energy and do it in a way that makes us feel. Um, more empowered and more energetic throughout the day. So I am talking about what Pippin from Lord of the Rings calls second breakfast. I'm actually not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so if you are, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I do know this quote from Lord of the Rings. If y'all haven't seen it, there's this scene where I think it's Aragon, right? See, I'm you can totally tell I'm not a major Lord of the Rings fan. He's teamed up with some of the hobbits, and I do know who Pippin is. He's my favorite little hobbit. But Aragon's like, we do not stop until the dawn hits or we don't stop until the night falls and Pippin's like but what about breakfast and he's like you already ate breakfast this is the guy Aragon says like what are you talking about you already ate breakfast and Pippin's like yeah we had one but what about second breakfast and I love how he asks it because it's like a no-brainer he's like yeah but what about the other one like, we gotta eat two and I honestly think he's on to something <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about what second breakfast is, why I believe everyone should have it, and how to make the most of it so that you have more energy throughout the day. Friends, one of the ways I came to this conclusion was that I started listening to my own body's biofeedback. I started paying attention to my hunger levels, my energy levels, how they change throughout the day, my ability to focus, and how my food timing and choices actually impacted all of the above in combining this biofeedback with nutrition science and ultimately lining it up with my values, I became what I call an empowered eater. I love living here because where food used to once be stressful. Like I wasn't sure if I was getting too much, not enough. I didn't know how to feel stronger. This whole level of uncertainty I felt with my food really played into my own body insecurities and I honestly just didn't feel good in my own skin. And if you're anything like me, this causes a spiral effect where then you don't, you feel good in your body so you don't wanna take care of it, you don't go to the gym and then you feel worse about your body. And it's just unfortunately something that gains momentum. So I knew I didn't wanna stay here. Becoming an empowered eater means first setting very clear values-based goals and from here getting the support you need to get clear on how to make those goals happen. It is such an incredible place to be because you no longer feel the sense of panic or urgency when it comes to your body, your weight, food. Fad diets are no longer a source of angst like, should I follow them? Should I not follow it? Is this it? Am I missing it if I don't do it? You don't fall subject to some of these pitholes when it comes to food and you don't do it because you know where you stand and you feel confident in your own skin. You know what you want out of your health journey and you know how to get there and you're no longer distracted so you can keep your eyes on your own prize and finally, finally start accomplishing some of the goals you've been wanting to get after. It's really a powerful platform to stand on and I've mapped all of these steps for y'all on how to get here in Food Foundations. This is my self-paced e-course that you can start today. Like, don't wait until January 1st. Get ahead of the game. Let's set the intention for this end of the year so we can go into 2023 ready to make the best of it. In Food Foundations, we walk through the very beginning stages first. We ditch diet culture, which I, you know... I think most of us at this point have recognized what diet culture is, we're aware of where it pops up in our life, but we like have a few of the hangups that keep popping up and seem to inhibit us from moving forward with our health goals. So we work through some of that basics first, and then we redefine health based on your values. I've got some very specific journaling exercises that I have everyone work through before we move into fuel planning, before we go into the nutrition science, because we have to get clear on this piece first. Then we educate on biofeedback, how to get reacquainted with your hunger and your satiety cues. What is positive biofeedback? Like how do I know I'm doing it right? Then we do the fuel planning. And I love this process and I think most people try to start with fuel planning first, but I've seen the difference it can make when we start with these basics, we start with values, we start with biofeedback and then enter the nutrition science piece. It all comes together beautifully so we can really start making sustainable health changes. It's been so incredible to see women lay this foundation because these steps are essential and they create opportunity for big changes. I'm working with a handful of you right now in next level nutrition. Y'all have been through the food foundations, you've been through the basics and you were ready for that next level. And I'm so happy to have you guys there. But you, those of you who haven't laid this foundation first, let's get you started on that. Head on over to justbrownrd.com. You can click on courses and get all the information on food foundations there. All right. On behalf of Pippin, let's go ahead and talk about second breakfast, how to get the most out of it, and of course, I'll be sharing my absolute favorite second breakfast go-tos. All right, sisters, let's dive in. Hey Awesome, yeah, I'm talking to you. I know you're ready to stop falling into diet culture traps and finally put together a realistic plan on how to boost your energy. You might feel stuck because you can't quite kick the chocolate habit. The whole body love thing isn't getting the job done. Or maybe you're at an impasse because you are pushing it in the gym, but you can't figure out how and what to eat. How many times have you Googled best diet and found that the latest trend has failed you? Hey girl, I'm Jess. Registered dietitian, wife, mama, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I too used to be stuck in the cycle of insecurity and never feeling like my body was good enough. Then I tried to fix it with food only to end up right back where I started. I did some really hard work. I found food freedom, but then I was confused on how to eat healthy and get fit without falling back into diet culture crazy. I wish someone would have taught me the difference between discipline and obsession. I wanted to be the healthiest version of myself by balancing healthy eating with food freedom. Like how do I actually eat healthy, get fit, and have donuts with my kids? It wasn't until I figured out this awesome balance between discipline and permission, the art of intentional eating with sprinkles of flexibility the empowered eating model was born. Here on the show, we nix diet culture while creating values-based health goals. We reconnect with how our body responds to food through biofeedback, all the while figuring out a plan on how to get healthy and fit without sacrificing the most meaningful parts of life. Sustainability doesn't mean never eating your favorite foods again. I mean, pizza is life, right? (laughs) We are here to finally not just feel comfortable, but confident in our body. I am so excited to fuel your awesome with empowered eating. Head on over to JessBrownRD.com and grab my three steps to empowered eating guide, totally free, or hop onto my e-course, Food Foundations, to get the step-by-step deeds on how I got here. All right, you ready to take your inner awesome to the next level? So grab that cup of coffee, lace up those running shoes, cause girl, it's time to go. Let's talk about this whole magic of second breakfast. I will tell you all, friends, I did not used to eat second breakfast. This is something that has newly developed, I would say, in the last year. And I actually didn't even notice I was doing it until my husband and I were going to run errands on a Saturday. And it was like, I don't know, it was like 9, 930. We were getting ready to leave the house. And both of us are getting our water bottles. And all of a sudden, like, I'm grabbing a protein shake and a bar. And he's doing the same thing. And we grabbed the snacks for the boys. And all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, I, are you hungry? Like, you ha- just had a big breakfast. I'm surprised you're grabbing something. I'm just noticing. And he goes, well, I always eat something at 1030. I said, oh, me too. And we kind of talked about it. And all of a sudden, I realized I, I, I didn't even know this was something <laughs> that I did. But I'd been doing it. And as I dove into it, there was more strategy behind it than I realized. Um, I had gotten to second breakfast from an intuitive place. But It is something that is incredibly powerful. And when I'm intentional and I'm sure to have it, I feel better during the day. Before I had second breakfast, what would happen is I would have breakfast around like 7.30 or 8 a.m. And usually it wasn't like a full meal because let's be honest, who sits down and has a full meal in the mornings? We are busy. We're running in different directions. We're taking the kids. We're getting to work. I mean, there's just a lot going on in the mornings. And I would have that and then I'd get to like, 10 30 11 and I usually don't break for lunch until noon ish and I'd be starving so whatever I brought for lunch wasn't enough it didn't sound good I would either like eat everything I had and then go look for more or I just ditch my packed lunch altogether and go grab something um, out to eat because I was so hungry and then I would eat such a big lunch that I felt tired and lethargic after my big lunch and my afternoon energy wasn't What I wanted or needed it to be. So it was really like these two major energy slumps. One right before lunch because I was so hungry. And then one right after because I'd eaten so much and I knew I needed to change that. So I think I just naturally started inserting really second breakfast around 9.30 or 10.30 a.m. And I didn't call it that until my husband and I went on that that morning errand run and realized we both do it. But I naturally got there by using my own biofeedback and paying attention. And then once I realized it was something that I really benefit from. I decided to be more intentional with it and incorporate on just a little bit more of like a targeted nutrition approach when it came to second breakfast because ultimately the goal was to keep my energy high. I have really productive days and I want to keep them that way. I want to show up in the afternoon with as much energy as I do in the mornings and I found second breakfast is a great way to make that happen. Okay so three reasons I think we all should add second breakfast and what I found in my own journey of adding second breakfast. Number one is that eating second breakfast, I believe, is in alignment with most people's biofeedback. In general, it takes about two to four hours for your body to process a meal or snack and be ready for the next one. So the way I like to think of it is if you are hungry two to four hours after you ate a meal or snack, you did it right. You ate the right amount, your body processed it, and it's ready for the next one. So many women get frustrated when they eat breakfast, you know, they eat around 730 or eight and they're hungry By 9.30 or 10.30, they're like, gosh, I'm just always hungry. In my head, I'm thinking, no, sisters, you're doing it right. You ate a great amount for breakfast, and your body's just ready for the next round of glucose. Most people think eating healthier means eating less. And I want to rip my hair out when I hear this because if we really break it down and we eat our targeted nutrition needs we eat enough protein we eat enough fruits and veggies we eat adequate carbohydrate evenly spaced throughout the day friends we're eating a lot of food there's a lot of volume that comes with that i just pumped out a menu for one of my clients uh she's been eating you know very targeted nutrition we've been working on her fuel plan but she really wanted a change up so i wrote her two weeks of menus And totally new foods. It really like rocked her kitchen. (laughs) But it was so funny at the end of it, she goes, Jess, I am eating so much. And I thought, oh, shoot, did I like overwrite her her menus? And so I go pull them up and I look at all the nutrition contents. I'm going, oh, my gosh, no, this is actually less than what she was eating before but the volume was so high i share that with you guys because oftentimes i think that we have that like training in our brain like don't eat eat less don't add snacks when in reality if we're eating really nutrient dense foods and we are looking to provide our body with like this energizing fuel throughout the day it makes sense to eat second breakfast and it makes sense to respond to that 9 30 10 30 a.m hunger cue Okay, so that's number one, is that I believe eating second breakfast is in alignment with most people's biofeedback. Number two, just like I was talking about in my own process, Eating second breakfast prevents us from overeating at lunch. When we respond to those initial hunger cues or we allow ourselves to feel them and go ahead and eat, not get mad at our body because it's hungry again, this allows us to have a more moderated glucose curve throughout the day. So, In other words, it's not like we eat breakfast, we give our body glucose, and then we get really hungry and we get a blood sugar low. It's so low, we're cranky, we're hungry, we go into lunch, now we have a blood sugar spike and then we're tired. Instead of our blood glucose looking like a roller coaster, it looks like a much calmer rolling hill that we can sustain throughout the day. So I believe adding second breakfast prevents us from that low, low energy and then that high glucose spike, which ultimately leads to fatigue and feeling tired in the afternoon. Number three, adding in second breakfast is an awesome way to add in an extra dose of protein and color. Now, this is the part where I clarify when I'm talking about a recommending eating second breakfast. I'm not recommending you go get a pumpkin spice latte and a donut. <laughs> like I do think it's important if we add this to be intentional about what we're adding because the object of it is to, one, respond to that biofeedback, but two, boost our energy and boost our opportunity for nutrition during our day. Most of the women I work with don't eat adequate protein and we just don't have the time or the opportunity to eat adequate amounts of fruits and veggies. When we add in second breakfast, if we craft it in a way that provides protein or a fruit and a veggie, we give ourselves just one more like bubble to check in those departments. And this ultimately helps us reach our nutrition goals. We have more energy, we feel better. I mean, so far there's no reason to not add second breakfast. (laughs) All right, to recap, adding second breakfast allows you to one, respond to your own biofeedback and eat with that normal cycle of getting hungry every two to four hours and responding keeping energy elevated number two it prevents you from overeating at lunch so we have a more natural beautiful rolling hill blood sugar curve throughout the day instead of getting those highs and lows and then number three it's a great opportunity to add in an extra dose of protein and color which most women don't get during their day okay so here are my favorite go-to second breakfasts. number one is a smoothie if i am home or i have access to making a smoothie i do it I do this because, one, I never eat enough veggies in the day, but when I add in a smoothie, I tend to get it. I'm like, oh, good job, Jess. Uh, I also feel so energetic when I add this mid-morning. I do believe it also helps me recover from my morning workout. So if any of y'all are morning exercisers, this is a great one to add. My current favorite smoothie is half a banana, a cup of greens, and that's either um, fresh greens or fresh greens that I have frozen because they started to go bad, which is a fun little trick to keep you from wasting your greens. Then I add in a scoop of chocolate protein powder. I add in peanut butter or PB2, depending on what I have available and what my goals are, and then top it off with almond milk and ice. This makes for a really tasty, very energizing smoothie that checks the boxes of protein amazing color i get some anti-inflammatory fats from that peanut butter and all together it's really easy to make and it's really easy to drink like i can keep going throughout my day without stopping and like feeling down it's like i have to sit down and have a whole second breakfast which may not be in alignment with what pippin was wanting but for me and my busy morning this fits in beautifully The other go-to I have and I'm loving right now is Polar Joe Cold Brew, their low sugar option that's mixed with Trader Joe's pumpkin oat milk. Like, this is super seasonal and (laughs) something that is just such a treat for me. So, for all my pumpkin loving friends out there, this is a great go to. Other ones that I can pack and take on the go would be like a cup of Greek yogurt with sliced almonds and berries. I am a fan of protein bars with grapes. There's lots of different protein bars to choose from. You can just pick and choose depending on your goals and which flavors you like, whether you need it to be um, dairy free, you know, all of those things. You can filter it through your own biofeedback and needs there. One of the other tricks I do is a mini leftover bowl. Now hear me out on this. I made dinner last night. We made this uh, turkey chili. It was delicious. But as I'm cleaning up, we had just about like half a cup left. So not enough for a total meal like it would not sustain me for lunch but then on the other hand it was too much to throw away so i put it in this little jar and that's actually going to be my second breakfast today that is a true second breakfast right like it have the comfort of it it tastes delicious but it's a, more of a snack size than a full meal so mini leftover bowls are another option and then my final and probably favorite option is an adult lunchable friends if you have not made an adult lunchable you're missing out. You haven't lived until you've made an adult Lunchable. You can craft these in many different ways. And honestly, mine change with the season. But right now, this is what my adult Lunchable looks like. It is a nitrate-free salami paired with a homemade apricot jam wrapped up with one sweet and spicy pecan. So I make all these little like roll-ups, piece them together. It's, It's like I'm having my own adult little Lunchable charcuterie board thing in the middle of the day. Mmm, such a treat. And if you don't got the time for that, you can always heat up a bag of edamame and take it on the go. That one checks all the boxes. Color, fiber, protein, easily accessible. Yeah, that one's an easy go-to. All right, have I sold y'all on second breakfast? Are we all gonna have second breakfast from now on? I hope so. (laughs) I know I have it and my day is better for it and I'm wishing you guys the same. For more on how to build your second breakfast into your fuel plan, start with food foundations. That's gonna help you get acquainted with that biofeedback. Remember that biofeedback is what got me to add in second breakfast in the first place. And then I started tweaking it and adjusting it, modifying it based on how I felt. And that's such a key component of this process. In food foundations, you'll get the groundwork taken care of so you can listen and learn from your own biofeedback. And then you'll get set up with that individualized fuel plan so you can craft your second breakfast within your own needs. I cannot wait for y'all to feel this energy bump when you part the sea of overwhelming nutrition info and get clear on how to make nutrition work for you. I also can't wait for you to experience the benefits of second breakfast. <laughs> for all the ladies out there squeezing way more into their day than it feels possible or maybe is possible, I promise you, you will have more energy to do it with second breakfast (laughs) all right that is what i have for you friends today i hope you guys have a killer day crush it keep up the good work you guys are doing amazing things cheers friends and happy eating thank you so much for joining me today i hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body Real quick, sister, before you go, if you like today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at Jess Brown RD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, jessbrownrd.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.